Hello everyone and welcome to episode 14 of the OrcaCast, where we wage war on some video games and on the streaming world today. With me, streamer extraordinaire, who has been to Twitch chill now, Lord Val, and my beautiful moderator, Bum Bum. On Hello. today's menu are Twitch TOS, Ghosts mm -hmm. of Sushi Bar, and Death Threatening, and obviously Ass and Speedos. So, let's go. Val? <laughs> Twitch TOS. Twitch TOS. Um, I have discovered the hard way how the Twitch TOS work. Uh, they're quite different from what we were used to on, on Mixer. Um, so basically, as most of you know, uh, Hashtag free LVG, <laughs> created by Sweet Prime, but uh, owned by me. <laughs> Basically, what happened is uh, I got suspended on my account for one day on Twitch in my first month. I'm a bad boy. Um, so basically what's happening is now, because my, it's kind of like my fault, but also I don't think there was a previous warning. like a like an actual real warning of you know an email from twitch saying you got to stop that otherwise you know we are looking on to uh banning you i think just you know twitch has become so big they can do whatever they want and they as we all know they are owned by completely by amazon to be honest with you uh as we all know uh, amazon can do whatever they want because they literally own half the world yeah, they basically went on to uh, my emote kept being deleted. It's a speedo emote, so for everyone that wants to know, I had a lot of people asking what was the emote about, and it was just a, a speedo emote, just a person on a speedo, you know, half the back, half the legs, naked, obviously, but a speedo on the back, which is not sexual in my opinion. But uh, if they think it's sexual, I just got accept it, and that's it. Uh, they basically, uh, I, I, I was uploading it continuously, but what happened is it kept being deleted. So, the, is the, it safe to say that speedos are way too hot for Twitch? Yes, but I have seen a lot of emotes. And I have seen, you know, there, there is people on Twitch. There is women that paint their bodies. It's art, yeah, well, almost. you don't get yeah, it. No, 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 but that's fine. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm it was a joke, I'm, dude. I'm just saying, but, you know, you can see, and there is other emotes. There is an emote from a guy called uh, the Orcosaurus. I don't know if you know him. It's got, you know, he's showing a little bit, like, I don't know, like, there is a few emotes that I've seen around. They're kind of like, they're showing a lot more. And you, they you, are mean, more you mean, you mean my, you mean my oops waitress. The girl that loses, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm not, uh, I'm not. No, no, I, I know. I mean, like, I see loads and loads, uh, you know, of females. They, they, they quite graphic as well. You know, they, they're showing like, you know, uh, a, a lot more things that I'm actually, you know, I guess. I mean, I mean one I, of I the. How they took it. I mean, they miss. They probably misunderstood. I mean, it's Twitch. They're not going to ask you. Oh, what's his emote about? Because I don't, you know, I don't want to ban it or what. No, they're gonna say no, no. I just don't like it. I don't, I'm gonna ban it. That's it. They, they not even going to mess around with you. Unfortunately, it is where it is. Um, it got 
declined several times. Uh, obviously, that email was going onto my onto my uh, junk mail. So, guys, if you have any emotes, basically get deleted of your like like let's say you upload an emote tomorrow, and two hours later the emote has disappeared. Go and check your emails because you probably have received an email from somewhere uh, on your junk or, or, or something, you know, from Twitch, maybe denying the emotes and, and rejecting the emotes. So keep an eye on that. Don't be like me. When you see it disappear, you just upload it again. And it disappears, you upload it again. And you're like, what's going on? Why is my emote not going through? Well, <laughs> it happens to be someone on Twitch saying no 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 it's been rejected because of nudity it's not really nudity i mean you can see everyone's leg and everyone's you know it's not even the torso it's the back it's just the half of the back of the person and it was kind of like cartoony ish did not like it so i've been after that what i've been doing as a, a bit of research because i had the you know i had plenty of time on on jail you know these 24 hours on jail so i did not have to you know, I, I had plenty of time to do what I was doing while I was being in jail. So what happened is I was doing a little bit of research about uh, what happened, you know, how the terms of service on, on Twitch work and what really are the rules because they're not really specified. They say, you know, nudity, hate and, and you know, politics and stuff like that. Then you still see... Like emotes, you know, I don't know, like related with Donald Trump, for example, or, or you know, they have their rules, but some of them, you know, don't apply for some reason. And on the terms of service, Twitch, well, better not, AKA Amazon, because Amazon owns Twitch. Uh, basically, Amazon can go and say, well, tomorrow, whoever has a, a color red, on their profile is banned for life. They can like, literally, we all sign this when we go into Twitch. Amazon owns the platform. Twitch can change anything at any time. This is the sense, the terms of that race. Like that, that's the reality. Obviously, they're not gonna go and say whoever has a you know red color on their profile is gonna be banned. I mean, who knows? But I don't think that's ever going to happen. But if they wanted to do it, they can do it. They are entitled to change the terms of service at any point, at any moment. And they can, you know, punish you. And they can just wash their hands and say, this is what it is. Like, you got no, you know, you basically have nothing to do. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. Simple as that. They can change anything on the terms of service. They can, you know, say tomorrow, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, all those uh, people with the, the Lion King emotes and stuff like that, that you know, that guy, they, they can say, well, whoever has that Lion King, you know, the emote and everything, they're all banned. They can turn around and do it tomorrow if they want it. So. And whoever has it will get a suspension. So in that regard, you're, not, you're never really safe. On Twitch, there's no one safe, absolutely no one. You can like anyone on Amazon can turn around and say, "I don't like this. This is now banned from the channel." And whoever has it up until this point is gonna get banned. 
So there, there is nothing you can do but to stop it. It's a bit of it's a bit of a touchy subject, if I'm honest with you. You can't really do like there is no not real freedom. Let's just say it that way. There's no real freedom. You the, the platform is no is owned by these people. It's owned uh, you know by this company, which can turn around tomorrow and say you know it's the same as you know like we we spoke about uh, with Microsoft. Microsoft can go and say you know what tomorrow we close. That's it. You're allowed. And the same thing with Amazon and Twitch. I mean, Twitch is a lot, a lot of a bigger platform, and they can, you know, they probably, you know, they can afford to lose someone. They, they, after money, you know, we all know what happened with Doctor Disrespect. They can basically own, they, they own the company, so they can basically do whatever they want. So, uh, yeah, let's see what, um, in my opinion, to be honest, no one is really safe. Not to be careful, but just do what you do, and if you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it either way. Um, they can turn around tomorrow and say, you know, uh, I heard of another guy who was, I can't remember the name. Uh, th this guy got banned from an emote that was classified as racist. And it wasn't racist because it was like an internal joke with his community. And he got banned from an emote on February, I believe. So they can literally go back to your VODs and just so see the emote and you say, that's it. Yeah, I you think the... The issue here is also that people like you, you can uh, like people kind of have to understand that this is it's not an institution it's a it's a private company and you don't see inside of it how it works like no matter how open they are trying to be we don't really know what's going on inside Twitch mm -hmm. and we don't know how many people are there who actually sit there and you know like approve your emotes uh verify whatever claims you know some people have or whoever goes around and is like oh that's that's inappropriate that's politically politically not correct that's racist mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. and if there is any discourse in that group of people who decide this or if it's just one person just needs to see this like okay i don't like it okay you're banned yeah we don't know that and i think that's what's making people uncertain because yes we have we have the tos technically there are rules but there are people who just interpret the rules differently mm -hmm. while you can you know interpret them a bit differently like there is the wording's clear enough but at the same time there's still you know it's like how far does that go to one side while some other person will be like okay that's that will get you banned while the other person on that same team will be like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's really, at the end of the day, there's a level of, of a, you know, thing going on with uh, how ambiguous is everything because you can kind of like upload an emote and the other person is going to upload the same emote with a different color, it's going to get uploaded. It's just a, I don't know, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's very, like I said, no one's really safe because, like I said, I've, I've seen so many emotes and, you know, which are, I would say, more sexual than my yeah. actual emotes, yeah. if I'm honest with you. I honestly think they are more sexual than my than the emote I tried to upload. So, I mean, it's not up to me to judge it. And just said, uh, you know, I, fair enough. I, you know, I, I got to respect the rules and everything. I don't, like, I'm not... You know, I'm a bad boy now, but <laughs> I, I usually respect the, the rules. I don't, you know, I don't get myself into trouble. I don't like to get, you know, everyone riled up or anything like that. 
I just honestly disagree because I think it is not actually what they said it is. I mean, it's not, I don't think, I don't see any sexuality there. It's just a guy on a speedo, which you see every single day. I mean, if you live in Alaska or not Alaska, or if you live in the North Pole, obviously, you're not going to see guys in speedos. Or if you, you know, if you live near anywhere on the beach, you're going to see people in a speedo every single day. And that's like a normal thing. It's just, you know, it's not sexual. Um, you see it on the TV every day uh, during the summer. I, I, it was kind of like cartoony at the same time, but yeah, like I said, you know, there is there is emotes that are you know showing cleavage. Let's just talk about you know, there's another emo that you know I've seen a lot around, and there's you know, it's that person you know this uh, showing the cleavage. It's like you know, massive you know breasts, and uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like then yeah. you see this, and then you see the other one. It's like where is the balance? I mean, I'm not saying, I, I'm saying you know. Uh, if you have an emote like that between your community, that's fun. You know, it's something maybe you talked about one day and you make something out of it. That's yeah. fine. I completely agree with it. I'm just saying they kind of like get very strict all of the sudden. Uh, the, you know, they turn around and they, you know, they look at this, you know, emote and they say, no, 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 no. That's it. You're back. Here, here is what I have to say about this. So for the longest time now, Twitch has been notorious in how selectively they enforce their policies. I'm gonna put it like that. Uh, for certain people, there seem to be only exceptions from the rules, and for other people, they crack down on them for no reason. I still remember the incident where somebody who, I think he's an Uber driver in films his drives while driving, he got robbed on Twitch, on camera. He got robbed and they banned him for violence for over a week. Oh, yeah. Damn. Twitch is notorious for doing stuff like that in certain communities. If you are like more of an edgy content creator, maybe not even edgy but like the uber driver he's not edgy you know but if you are more tattering on the edge get ready to be banned know what you're doing this is my message this is my message we got the example of dr disrespect he's very edgy he plays on the limit he's always on the limit he's being on the limit and you we all know what happened with him it's not streaming on yeah. Twitch, and I, I he, think, like I obviously, think, there is a rumor, but he's been yeah. he's been banned from the, yeah. from the from the platform. You can't even find him. When you, I know now that for a fact, I I do know now uh, the say uh, that if you don't find the channel, if the channel disappears, that person has been banned. That person mm-hmm. has been suspended because when I got my, uh, you know, my ban from my account. My account and my channel completely disappeared for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like I got messages of people saying, did you delete your account? What happened? Did you ban me? And I had to explain. That's why I had to post a video because there was a lot of people asking me because I was like, no, no, no. I have been banned from Twitch, but I didn't know that my channel was going to be completely disappearing from the platform. I didn't know that. So, you know, they, they quite, I don't know. I, I think, 
and also just so uh, just to point it out for everyone if you ever get banned or something from one day or whatever it is it, it, i mean it's been a silly ban just for one day i hope it's, that's never ha gonna happen i'm not going to push the look you know my look or anything like that i'm not that kind of person i'm usually quite you know um positive and i don't like any of that drama i don't like any of that um i just try to make fun of it so everyone kind of like you know got into the you know a little bit you know make a bit of fun of the situation i did not want to drag anything down or drag anyone on the platform or anything like that that is by no means by my intentions i just do it for fun and i just try to make fun out of it and just you know have a bit of a laugh while you know being like i said you know i've been to to jail i'm going to you know tattoo my face blah blah and whatnot i'm trying to make a bit of a you know of fun out of it basically um the the the, the platform can just basically do whatever they want and, and they can just, you know, come back and say, this is not, if you play on the edge, your channel disappears, you've been banned, uh, that person plays, we all know who he is, everyone knows him, everyone knows what he does, everyone knows how he speaks, everyone knows how he, you know, how he does things. If you play, if you are like that on Twitch, you are on the spot on Twitch. I mean, you might not get banned ever. They kind of like, they don't, I mean, I kind of understand it to a certain degree where they have to look after the reputation of the platform. You know, they can't get, you know, they cannot let anyone get away with whatever they want, basically. And that's, in my opinion, what happened with, I don't really know what happened or what he said because no one actually said anything. But yeah, or well, if your I channel disappears and you get suspended, sorry, bang, bang. If you get suspended, yeah. you if it happens to you, make sure before you do anything, you have to reconnect everything because when they suspend your channel, they mess your entire account. Everything you have connected is completely disconnected. So it's like starting all over again. Yeah. So you have to connect your bots, you have to reconnect your, your whatever external programs you have, you have to reconnect absolutely everything. They it's messed. They messed with your channel. I think this, that's too harsh of a punishment. You get banned, okay, but don't delete, not permanently, you know, like, don't uh, temporarily delete that person's uh, channel. I don't think that's right. I think that's way too harsh because you're giving that person triple work for something that could be as silly as uploading an emote. And, you know, you, you kind of like, they banned your channel and they, cut off everything. They literally cut everything off. And when you come back, you re re retake your channel. Nothing that you have before is connected anymore. You have yeah. to redo everything all over again. That's not nice. Yeah, I think uh, they also did it as a security because they had that one issue where when Ninja left, essentially some like his account somehow got like jacked or the uh, algorithm got jacked on Twitch and one of the recommended channels you got when you went on to now vacant Ninja's account was porn. Do I have to pay their mistakes? That's my that's my question. Well, yeah. Well, you, you you you're on their platform. You've essentially signed their TOS, and I'm yeah. sure it's in their TOS. I completely understand that, but you understand what I'm saying. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't at, this, mess at the same time, away with someone's channel, man. You literally get everything disconnected. You have to redo everything again. Yeah. And that's no. not nice. 
Yeah, I'm. But yeah, as I'm saying, like it's you're on their platform and you're playing by their rules. It's not about what's nice for you. It's what about not what's nice for them. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, I, I completely understand yeah. that. Yeah. Well, uh, also, I want to say about like... the doctor disrespect thing. I think I've seen a headline just before we went live that he's apparently going to sue Twitch. Uh, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised in one way. I'm going to tell you why, Bam Bam. Because they're too harsh. They take decisions like there is no tomorrow. He's not going to win it because he's going against Amazon. Amazon owns half the world. He's probably not going to win it. And if he wins, I hope he does win if he's right. If he's right, I hope he does win. Yeah, I think... I doubt uh, it, though. I doubt though, it. Then again, like, the way... Because you can find, like, the way they rule stuff, it's not balanced. And, like, yeah. one some person gets ruled differently than the other. So I think, like, there is there is a chance that he can win. Like, I don't think it's completely hopeless. Like uh, if he's if he if he's right if he's right I hope he wins but man they like like I said it, it's just it's exactly the same thing as I've said before like they very harsh like they do not like honestly there is no they don't try to communicate with you anymore yeah yeah, yeah because like when when you said that I was like sent you a warning and take the take the emote down maybe no no so, yeah exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. You, you send an email, like, you know, the, the personal touch, even though you're a company, you yeah. are treating with human beings, okay? Like, they, I don't know, like, obviously, they're never going to listen to this, this podcast, probably. If they do, if anyone working for Twitch is, is, you know, do watch this podcast ever, please, you guys have forgotten what you're treating with human beings, okay? There might be people... Uh, rude and there might be people that are nicer there might be people you are dealing with human beings you are dealing potentially with someone that is making a living out of this okay and by doing that you are cutting off their income okay yeah and but that... i think also twitch grew way too big for the human touch i don't think there is there is human beings after behind the the, the pcs on the other side I mean, yeah but saying... there is so many there's so much data, so many like reports or whatever they have to go through. Well, at some point, mean... it's just well, it like it, yeah. But at the same time, just look at the size of the company. They, they, it's the same with YouTube. Like people, oh, definitely on YouTube would want like more, more personable approach. Okay. But at the same time, the size of the company, it's impossible. Let me give you an example. Bam bam. What company owns Twitch? Amazon, yeah. Amazon. If you have a problem with Amazon, or something happens on Amazon related, they email you and they tell yeah. you to get in touch with uh, customer services, right? Yeah, yeah. But at they the same time... actually tell you, Amazon is the company, the biggest company, and they actually tell you to go and talk to them, and they facilitate anything. They are super nice on customer support. They always yeah. are supportive and they always help you. Yeah, but um, at the same time, how much money gets turned around each day on Amazon versus Twitch? I don't think that's a, that's a, that's relevant. I think I, it I think is that... because you can invest so much because that's why they can invest so much into customer support and they want to retain the customers there. Then you're missing the point of what I'm saying. It's the same company. The methods are there. 
No, I think I think you're missing that Twitch is is subsidiary of Twitch of Amazon. It's not an Amazon company, really. Well, the the system is there already, so that's what I don't understand because it it doesn't take, you know, because being I I don't think Twitch does not make money. I think Twitch makes a ton of money. No, I think I think what you're missing here is you're 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 thinking that uh, Amazon came in and injected like their Amazon uh, services in there. They just took over the company, they bought it, but Twitch is st- still running Twitch. So you have this weird structure of essentially, you know, that's not working as a as a big uh, company. It's still yeah. being run as a startup or like a Silicon Valley thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, you know, the system is there, they have the backup and so I'm saying like they, they kind of like seem to have forgotten about what you know the the the, the human touch a little bit not not just a human touch i'm not you know uh, claiming anything i'm just saying they, they should be looking into it and say okay this person is uploading this he might be not getting our emails they might be going to the junk email so let's send them a warning hey this is a warning whatever your name is uh, you know, this is our last warning. Do not upload this emote. It's been rejected several times, blah, blah. If you keep doing it, you get uh, suspended. Fair enough. I read it and I say, okay, I'm not going to try to upload it because they are telling me, stop doing it or you get banned. Not that I literally the day after I got an email saying you have been banned from the channel. That's their methods. I'm not saying, you know, they can do whatever they want with because it's a platform. And I decided to stay on the platform. I could turn around and say now, okay, I don't agree with them. I'm going to go. I may not agree 100% with them, but I stay on the platform because I believe, you know, uh, my intention was not a bad intention. And I don't think they did it on a bad intention as well. But I think they way too, I think they're a bit too harsh. You know, I think they're a tiny bit too harsh regarding, you know, these kind of things. And I completely get your point. I know, I know what you mean. But you know that what I'm trying to explain to, to, to you, Bam Bang, is like they kind of have the background there of the not the background, but they have kind of like the example of Amazon. You know what I mean? Like kind of like yeah. a even so basically we try to communicate. What what you're saying is that or what you're trying to say is Twitch should take note or a page of Amazon's book in terms of customer service. Customer service on Amazon is really good. I mean, yeah, no, I I agree. No, I mean, I agree, yeah. Amazon just just a story. How good the actual service on Amazon is. I got a package uh one day and it was stolen. It was flat out stolen from my uh, inbox, and they, yeah, they just replaced it. I called them, said, hey, my packet was stolen. What can you do about it? And they said, oh, we just resend it. Here you go. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> Great. Same thing happened to me. Exactly the same thing. And I mean, I'm not saying 100% of the times they are going to be being good as a customer service because not 100% of the times happen. But yeah. you have to think also the volume of the of you know people complaining or the volume of people you know uh, reaching them. Yeah, man, they are good. They are good because they might receive like thousands and thousands of requests every hour and they solve them 
I'm not seeing anyone complaining about them not solving, you yeah. know, customer service. I never had, you know, they might have an issue or two, but they got thousands and thousands probably per minute. You know, uh, like it, it's there and it's kind of like, you know, it's even a big, even bigger company, which is the one that actually owns them. So uh, it's kind of like I, you are streaming service and you may be dealing with, I don't know, like 18-year-old um, kids that think they're the, the, the kings of the world 99% of the times, but there's 1%, you know, they, you know, kind of like decent adults, they understand if you have something to say or if you have a suggestion or, you know, you don't agree with something. And that's it, you know, you, you kind of have to try to communicate before you actually ban someone. Okay, we have seen that you have done this or you have said this on the stream. Please do not do it again. That's it. You get a warning. And if you say, like, let's say, uh, Dr. Disrespect said something about, I don't know, whatever, you know, or, or women, or he said something about uh, racist, kind of racist, or like a joke or something, that's why he got banned. I'm not saying it was, I'm saying, you know, an example. I want to say. You get an email from Twitch and say, okay, Dr. Disrespect, listen to me. This is a warning. Okay? We saw you yesterday saying this. Please do not do it again, or we will take action. I need to say something about that with Dr. Disrespect in the entire situation. First of all, normally I would say play, Twitch, like I already said, has the habit of selectively enforcing their policy, especially for people who make them money. So, here is my take on everything that went down. Whatever happened, it must have been severe. Not something he said on stream, or not an emote, or anything. There must have been something more at play with I, Dr. Disrespect. And... Wait, wait, wait. Well, I, I'm, I just want to make a point. And what I think what he tries to do by suing Twitch is not only to get maybe ramifications and damages from Twitch, but also to drag what happened into the light. Because he can't talk about it. And, uh, like, because he's under NDA, but the way the legal system in the US works, everything will be public. Everything. And we get to see, actually, inner workings of Twitch. And this is why I welcome this suit. We get a, we get a glimpse of the internal, what, what's going on there. This is why I'm actually looking forward to the suit and hope that Dr. Disrespect will sue them. Because this is the more interesting part. We will actually see what went down with this entire case. And we will see how the decision making was done there. And I, I want to see that, to be honest. This is going to be amazing. I completely understand that. I'm just saying uh, that, that's what I wanted to point out before you, 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 you said this. Uh, I, I just did Dr. Disrespect as an example. It's yeah, cool. I know, but I wanted I to say that earlier. Yeah, I do already. Like whatever <laughs> happened to him or whatever he said is not my problem. It's not my, you know, I, I, I really do not care if I'm honest with you. Um, and just you know, I, I put I put him as an example because you know it's like the biggest news about you know the infamous uh, Twitch bans. But it just happened to me two days ago, basically. I could have got a warning of them saying, "Hey, LVG, stop doing this." Okay, we have denied your emote several times. Stop doing it, or the next step will be 
a ban. If I if I don't see the email and I get banned, I'll say, okay, Twitch, fair enough. You actually send me an email warning me. Okay. I accept it. I respect the rules. But there is no a single rule on the terms of service on Twitch that says if you upload your email 20 times, you get banned. That is not on the terms of service. When you think about it, you know, at the start you get scared. I got really scared because I, I thought actually I was going to get banned permanently. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, it's one day ban, fair enough. There's nothing on the terms of service saying if you try to upload an email that has been rejected 20 times, you get banned. There's nothing that actually says that. That's, what, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like the personal touches completely disappear. It's, like it's, it's gone. There is no warning. They can do whatever they want. That's, that, you know, that brings me back to the point I said right at the start of the conversation. They are owned by Amazon. They do whatever they want. Let's say tomorrow, everyone with the color red is going to be banned from the, the platform. All gone. There's nothing you can do about it. I don't know. It just kind of frustrates me a little bit because I did not say... We, we, we can say a million things about Microsoft and, and Mixer and blah, blah, blah and whatnot. I did not... This is, this is too harsh. This is like... Uh, in my opinion, is, this is them being cocky. This is them saying can do whatever I want. I mean, this is my platform. I make the money. You know, I own you. And this is exactly how they approached it. That's, that's, that, that, that's my impression. That's what I'm trying to come across. I, I just did the example of Dr. Disrespect because he's, you know, obviously a, a celebrity and, you know, uh, he created a lot of turmoil lately with Twitch uh, yeah. actions. But, um, there is no like if you get a warning, you can you can react to it. You like I trust on positive reinforcement. You understand what I mean? Yes. Positive reinforcement rather than punishment. Punishment gets you nowhere. Positive reinforcement changes people. It might change it, it might not change it. But positive reinforcement is a good method, is proven. A positive reinforcement. That's why jails exist. That's why, because it's meant to be a positive Then it can be done right or it can be done wrong. And that's a completely different subject. But the jails are meant to be a positive reinforcement. This is, you know, trying to bring back into the community everyone. But Twitch is just taking the, the you know, the justice by themselves. They're not trying to, you know, say, okay, listen, don't do this. If you stop doing it, You'll be fine. If you don't stop doing it, you're going to get banned. And there's nothing. There is no, like, pre-warning. There is nothing that tells you these guys want you to get good. What that tells me is these guys will ban you if they want. They do not care who you are, and they will take action rather than warning. And that's not a good mentality. That, yes, sir. That's cocky. That is cocky, and that is, in my opinion, wrong. A wrong approach, because you're dealing with human beings. You're dealing potentially with people that make a living out of this. Okay? So if you ban me in this situation that we're living right now, okay? I have no job, obviously, because we're fair love. We can't even work. Let's say they ban me for 30 days. How do I pay my bills? You know what I mean? For something as stupid. As an emote. You know what I mean? It's not like I've grown butt naked on the stream. You know, uh, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. You, like, 
if you lose that personal touch, you're playing with someone's life, potentially. And that's not nice. Doesn't matter how big, how small you are, you still need to man maintain that personal touch. Amazon is successful not only because they have a million things, it's successful because they still keep the personal touch. If you know anything about, uh, you know, like business and marketing, this is the one thing you learn, one of the basics. If you keep a personal touch, your business potentially will be successful. This is the basics 101 on business and marketing. That's the, one of the first things you learn when you study that degree. That's an example, the clear example. Everywhere, it's like every business and marketing, like the example that you study, always Amazon. Everyone puts Amazon as, as an example because they have kept their personal touch while working at a volume which is above anyone else. Any other company that sells stuff. Like there is no shop that you can go to. There is no market that you can go to. There is no you know mall that you can go to that has as many things as Amazon has. And they still kept the personal touch. Boom. This is a recipe for success. If you treat people like, you know, like robots, you are bound to fail. With that said, I'm not ranting. I, <laughs> I love the platform, I love the people. But um, I just said, you know, I, I, I think I'm a bit, a tiny bit frustrated with the whole situation. And I don't just, you know, obviously, like I always said, you know, I've, I've been studied these kind of things and I've been, you know, um, I kind of know how these things work. And sometimes it's a bit too harsh, you know, the situation with disrespect or, or, or myself or, or anyone else for that matter. I mean, they got to be. And the DMCA strikes and everything, that's another, a whole nother subject, which probably we'll talk about next week because we could be talking about that for hours. But that comes, the, the DMCA subject, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but it's exactly the same thing. It's literally the same thing. It is them saying, I wash my hands, I do not care. You get banned, you get banned. This is not my problem. It's, it's them not trying to, you know, step up, trying to be human, trying to be, you know, defend you or something. Or, I don't know. I'm not saying they have to defend you, but, you know, they have to look after their people. They have to look, you know, this is customer service. This is, you know, what keeps people coming back to you. You have everyone happy, so I don't know. Uh, it's just, yeah. We can. I don't know if you, if you, if you like the subject, Orko. We can talk about DMCA strikes next week. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, all the subjects are good for the Orko cast, since we are all streamers except Bum Bum. He's just a moderator. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we're gonna care less. <laughs> I know. I know you do. The the thing I just wanted to make because Bum Bum brought up the suit that disrespect wants to sue Twitch and that's why I came in and mm. talked about disrespect for a brief moment because I actually wanted to do that earlier. Yeah. So yeah, it it makes perfect sense, like what you said, because yeah, that was one thing I want to say as well because he's he's been that quiet about it. Essentially, I think. Yesterday, he just released essentially like a track that was like, I'm like, I'm coming in, and then 
uh, all the headlines with, uh, you know, about the suit start coming out. I, I think it was an interview with PC Gamer, and he said he's looking into legal actions. Looking, yeah, it's not like he's taking it, but he, 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 like I said, I, I want to see that suit. I want to see it. I just want to see it, and hopefully making it to court, just so we can see what happened. I want to see what happened, just to if, see. If he's right, he should go for it. Like not. Absolutely. He should go for it if he's not right. Even then, <laughs> I'm pretty honest here, because th this no, is this. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I, 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 let me rephrase that. If, okay. if he, I hope he wins. Like he goes for it, and he, I hope he wins if he's right on what. He yes. yes. If he said something racist or if he said something really bad during the stream, I don't think there is an excuse. Honestly, in my opinion, if you are racist or sexist or you know, you have no room. Absolutely, because you are influencing potentially thousands of people. So in my opinion, if you are being racist and you said something racist or sexist in the middle of the stream, there's potentially 30,000 people that are watching you. 30,000 people of which probably 20,000 are under 18. You are influencing those people. You are an yeah. influencer. You got to be careful. You got to be mindful what you say. You have to be respectful always with sex, with color and with everything. If he said something like that, get him banned and never come back again. And that person has lost my respect forever. If it's something silly, go for it. Go for it, and I hope you win. But we also have to see, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, Twitch is not always the bad guy. They may have done it for a reason. We may not know the reason now, but uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying... Go for it. Like I'm, I'm just saying, if if it was something that is absolutely silly and you know it's just Twitch being Twitch, go for it. And I hope you win. And I hope you get it. And I hope you like, honestly, uh, make them, you know, take just just hurt them a little bit, just a little bit, so they can see that we're still human beings and we still have a soul. But I think my personal... if, if it's something serious. I hope he goes down, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I see that. Um, I hope, if it was something silly, I hope it's, he wins, and I hope it makes Absolutely. Twitch to retool their TOS better. Absolutely. And to enforce their guidelines more across the board. Absolutely. Because this is something I, I don't... I'm not against strict rules. If I choose a platform where I stream on and they have their rules and they say, okay, you cannot write boobies. Yeah? I can't write boobies. I tried it yesterday. I cannot name one of my channel point uh, button boobies. I cannot. They say no. <laughs> so, uh, so, no, I can't. They said that's against the TOS. I say, okay, then let's just say melons. And it worked. So, here you go. Um, I mean, melons is different, you know. Melons. Yeah, melon. Melons are melons, exactly. That's the point. I, I can work around that. It makes it even more fun. Yeah. The, I, I, I completely agree with you. The, the other thing is, I just want him to enforce that not selectively, but for everyone. Yeah. If, if your guy in Speedo 
is deemed sexual, then my oops waitress should be deemed as well. It's just, it's a human being behind and it. That's what, that, that brings back, Orko, that brings back to exactly the same subject I was talking about before. There is a still a human being behind their, their PC as well. They, there's one person already telling you emote is being rejected. Why don't they apply that onto a warning after a certain amount? You know, that, that, I don't know. It's just, it's beyond my belief on such a big platform. They don't have that implemented already. After a certain try to, you know, upload tries, you should get a warning. Before you get a, a ban, or not just the updates or something, if something happens, they should have a pre-ban warning. This is used everywhere. It's like, it's not new. I, I, I don't know. Carry on. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so, and this is, I think the, the issue is, and this is what, I, what Bam Bam said is, yes, they are affiliated or a subsidiary of Amazon, I think somebody pointed out that Twitch doesn't even have its own CEO at this point. So it shows actually how important Twitch for Amazon is. Not at all. Uh, and I think they cannot afford the same customer service as Amazon because, yes, they rake in cash. And I even believe they are profit profitable. But I question how profitable profitable they are, because I don't think they can afford the same amount of customer service that Amazon can. And this is the issue here. They cannot have the same brigade while dealing with the same or almost the same numbers, because Twitch is gigantic. When you look at streaming platforms, it is still the biggest, most viewed, most watched thing when it comes to streaming. And I would even say it is up there to rival Netflix in terms of sheer numbers at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised here. Yeah. They were really close. And this is this is the this is the thing. But unlike or just like Twit, uh, just like Netflix, they have to pay for all the bandwidth and for all those servers that go through where we stream on, where we are on, where we do our stick, our shows. And I think this is so super expensive. The infrastructure alone, I wouldn't be surprised if they are just marginally profitable. Uh, Twitch is really just making money off of advertisements. I don't think there's and merch, yeah. But at the same time, I think most of the money comes from advertisement, which goes straight, I think, to Amazon, and they just get a share. Uh, they, they, I mean, they got merchandise, they got, you know. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, yeah. I said, I, I, I'm obvious, like, I think they get, like, merch sales, but at the same they, time, I think. They take also... Uh, and also their merch is handled by Amazon, which is completely yeah. handled by Amazon, so there is no money. They don't have to pay absolutely nothing there. So yeah. uh, it's sold by Amazon, it's delivered by Amazon, it's made by Amazon. So, um, so yeah. It's completely owned by them. So uh, they also have, you know, they, they take half of your subs and the bits as well and everything. But, 
you know, it's it, it's backed up by, you know, a massive, massive company. And like, like you know, like Orko and you said, you know, that it's probably watch as much as Netflix. So it's not like, you know, they that that's revenue because that's ad. That's ad scrolling. That's a lot of revenue. So that, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. You know, it, they, they, they might be, you know, they have to be making money. I mean, obviously. Yeah, but, but, yeah but then again, I think it's making money for Amazon. It's not making money for Twitch. And Twitch, yeah, is, I mean, Twitch, Twitch gets a cut from, you know, whatever Amazon drops them. Yeah. So I think also, that's, you know, that's what it is as well, yeah. Probably the, the easiness of, you know, being under the umbrella of a big company that yeah. they know is not going to go away. I mean, it can anything can happen. I mean, we all know the, exactly the, the thing that happened with yes. Mixer and Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was the same. Being yeah. <laughs> a microphone, I mean, it, it gets really difficult, isn't it? Um, but I don't know. It's kind of like it, they have all the system there. So that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like they have the system. They have the possibility of doing it. I just don't know why they're not doing it. You, you, I, in my opinion, is they are cocky. They're getting cocky. They're saying we are, you know, we can do whatever we want. We can ban people left, right, and center if we want. And we will not be affected by it. And that's not a good strategy, man. That's, that's not good. Because the moment you stop treating your customers, because we are their customers as well, they allow us to... to to stream on their platform, but we are the ones making money for them. You know what I mean? Like we make money for them, and then we, because our channels grow, we get more advertisements, so they can make more money because there is more people watching. So it's all you know, it's 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 all a balance. You you need to keep that balance going. They got to take care of their customers. If you stop taking care of your customers, people stop trusting you. And yeah. when you lose people's trust, then your business is doomed. Yeah, but like said, the thing is, is one Twitch being no way the, around there. Yeah, but the th thing is also Twitch is essentially the only game in town. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. right. Since Mixer, so so they're, they're also they're also calculating on that that yeah they might lose a big name, but at the same time people are still gonna come there. Because essentially, yeah, as I said, it's the only game in town that essentially matters at this point. Yeah, yeah there's, you know, Facebook gaming, but I don't think it's, I think the numbers on Facebook gaming are, are inflated. Uh, YouTube gaming, yeah, you, but the, when you see people that do well on YouTube gaming, it's people that have already established YouTube following. Mm, until YouTube gaming flips the switch. I think YouTube gaming has the biggest potential. Everyone, YouTube, uh, YouTube beats Netflix, Twitch, and everyone else. So just so you know, on views. Yeah, but beats as I'm saying, everything. like the way like Twitch is built, the way Mixer worked as well, you could get discovered completely randomly. You know, you could build a decent following on on YouTube. You kind of have already have to have a backlog of videos and a sizable community to do reasonably well. With just streaming. No, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. The well, that's your opinion. On YouTube, the discoverability on YouTube is 10 times better of like any platform, including Twitch. 10 times better. Because just by streaming. 
not just by streaming, by uh, yeah. streaming yeah, or doing videos on the platform because the platform, uh, you know, depending on what, you know, your tags and everything, the, the algorithm of the platform gives you discoverability for people because you see all those, like, that doesn't happen. That does not happen on Twitch. That does not, did not happen on Mixer. That does not happen anywhere else. Where you are watching a video and you have 20, 20 suggestions here, 20 different people here on your right side. You're watching this person, let's say it's a streaming. Okay, fair enough. This person is a streaming. But then just, just, you're watching that person. At the same time, you can see 20 other suggestions on, the, on your right side of 20 other different people that are doing something related in some way with this person. In some yeah, way. And they are completely different people. They have nothing to do with it. And they might come across your channel just by a rebound. But the discoverability on YouTube is 10 times better than Twitch. When you're watching someone on Twitch, you're watching that person. You get nothing else. You're on the channel. There's only the channel. And only the channel. That's it. There's nothing else. When you're watching Twitch, or, oh, sorry, uh, excuse me. When you are watching YouTube, you have 20 people on the right side. You click on one of them, another 20 people. You click on one of them, another 20 people. And you can be rotating between people on YouTube all day long. How many times, Bam Bam, have you gone and watched some video about whatever you're interested on, on I don't yeah. know, Persona 5 or, or something like that? And you yep. click on the video, and then you see on the right side 20 videos, and you say, oh, how to get this weapon, blah, blah, what not? You click on it. You see another one. How to get this? You click on it. And you have spent one hour watching videos, and you didn't even realize. And you well, have watched, like, probably five different people in that hour. Yeah, see, I don't do that because I don't like to waste my time. So I usually just, when I'm looking for something, I'm just looking for the same thing. But I get what you mean, yeah. Just because that's not how I approach my like entertainment because i'm like i'm the kind of person i just don't sit on one thing for too long yeah, but i can yeah. get I, I i but i get it like i like i get like how how people would approach like people differently who like treat it differently than i do would do it yeah that's why youtube is so successful and that's why youtube makes has more views than anyone else in the world basically yeah um, but at the same time i think likes, it's also you know, if you're researching about something, you like to see different opinions. You like to see different things from maybe different yeah, yeah. people talking about the same thing. Or you might be wanting to look at something related with the same subject, or it's something different. And it happens. I, I, it happens to me all the time. I'm watching. I click on one video, and I end up watching seven different videos from maybe five different people. Uh, you know, talking about the same subject or something related with the subject, and that's why. The discoverability on YouTube is 10, 10 times higher than anyone else. That's why YouTube is not going anywhere. YouTube is not moving because they already have the built-in uh, discoverability, which anyone can make it on YouTube. You just have to put in work and you just have to get a tiny bit lucky and, you know, do, you know, hard work and the discoverability. You got a bit, you got to know a lot of things nowadays to, to, to be successful on YouTube. But, it's there. The platform is there. The platform gives you the tools to get discovered. But yeah. if the moment, I, I would say, the moment YouTube says, I'm flipping the switch, we are going all in on YouTube gaming, 
we're going to build in that we're going to build the entire platform just for youtube gaming we're going to make it its own thing or we're going to make it like you make know it super a structure yeah that's the thing like that. I, that's i think the thing also that kills facebook gaming that it's a separate thing if youtube is going to like go heavy on the youtube gaming and streaming just make it like a different tab don't make it a different like a separate thing yeah okay. like a different yeah that's how it is now now yeah but like i'm, I'm talking about like kind of like the structure of it yeah like, yeah yeah, know, yeah. Like I, I, I get what, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, i get what you mean yeah and stuff like that i mean the moment they flip the switch and they say we are going to invest money on this man twitch is over twitch is over and mark my words, if they do that, Twitch is completely over because the discoverability on YouTube is bigger. There is no one that comes close to them. Absolutely yeah, I mean, no one. And also, if you follow someone, do you know this? If you are subscribed to someone, that person is actually streaming. It comes on your feed. Like literally, you open YouTube and you have the person's profile picture with a red dot underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling you, yeah. this person is live. So it gives you, the platform gives you all, everything you need. They're like, we are doing everything for you. You just put out the, the put out content and we'll make sure you get discovered. It's honestly, I love the platform. I will be going to YouTube. I will, I will have chosen YouTube if they had a system, like let's say Twitch, affiliate and partner and, and, and bets and, and, you know, hosting and rates and stuff like that. If they had this implemented already on the service, I would have no brainer. I would have gone to, to YouTube, but they're not there yet. And I'm not sure if they're actually going to go for it. That's exactly what I'm kind yeah. of, you know, that's um, why it made me decide for, for Twitch, because I don't think they are quite ready for it yet. Or, or, or if they actually thinking about it, they kind of tapped into YouTube gaming and they're like, Okay, we're gonna put our foot in here, but uh, it's there. It's just there. Yeah. They, they're not doing anything about it. That's the only thing that has put me off a little bit with the platform. So, on the contrary, and here is where I stand, Twitch actually has some systems in place where they could flip the switch on to make it even better. They save your VODs, they save your stream. They have a built-in dashboard editor for you to make clips, for you to make highlights, etc. You can curate your own content. So, why not make a section dedicated for clips, highlights, etc. Where you can browse through conveniently, like YouTube, to discover new people. They have that in place as well. They just need to flip the switch. They would be closer to YouTube and they need a better algorithm if they work on those things i can see them become even bigger and no. yes okay, i can I don't, I don't agree with that because you can't go onto twitch and search for how to change a blog on this thing or how to install a i don't know how to install a gpu on your pc you cannot do any of that on Twitch. They can implement that. This is not a problem. And you know why? And you got 20 videos on YouTube. That's it. You don't see Twitch anywhere. And yeah. they're never going to have it because they are not a platform of uploading videos. It's a streaming, live streaming platform. 
Yeah, but they can. My this is my point. They can go there and mesh it because I'm pretty certain that there are people who build PCs live on stream. Who okay. give advice for that live on stream. And if they put out a highlight how to implement a CPU or how to integrate a CPU into your system, Twitch can then put an algorithm in place that pulls up that highlight for you. This is the point I'm saying. Obviously, they could get even bigger with that. I can see that happening. I can see that working. Just like yeah. YouTube. Just like you can see YouTube working as a streaming platform, I can see Twitch working as a VOD platform. They just have yeah. to put in the work. Just like YouTube. Yeah, I think also it's the thing there's the the audience also differs for Twitch and YouTube. Yes. While on YouTube people come for, you know, you don't go there for, to hang out for like 6 hours uh with someone on on a single stream. If like if you're going to be on YouTube for 6 hours, you will watch maybe, you know, 50 different people. While people people that go to Twitch, they want to hang out there for hours, watch people, you know, they will watch in the six hours. They might watch two people that they want to watch. Live streaming on YouTube is kind of different. It's more like it's exactly the same as as uh, Twitch or anything like that. People tend to stick around and like, they, they yeah, yeah. To, but they but I'm like saying like the majority of the audience. I'm not saying some people. No, the majority. Yeah, I mean, come you, to... like majority of people on YouTube go for searching how to change your wheel on your car or how yeah, to change yeah, yeah. your tire. That's the thing. That's that's the thing. Also, uh, I'm not sure how much that putting on Twitch would help. Whereas the same thing is, I'm not like I'm saying like YouTube can do that and become, you know, a more a more streamlined and focused platform for streaming. But would uh, would that investment into that would it be would it be even worth it with the would the uptake uptick in ad revenue be enough for YouTube to really justify that investment? I honestly the think same they're, thing. Not even, they're not even looking at it. And the same thing, you know, for Twitch, would that implement that increase in bandwidth and the needed storage space? Would mm -hmm. it be worth it? Would it make would it make up enough money to you know clear that investment plus make profit afterwards in a reasonable amount of time yes i i get that but what i'm what i'm saying is that you have such a wild variety of streams on twitch i've seen a guy stream his survival on some deserted island for christ's sake <laughs> i mean you sure it wasn't like a snuff film or, or no no or, or, i can i can link you the channel the guy streaming himself doing some weird survival tours all over canada it's amazing I, I, what i'm saying is the potential is is just there but i, I get i honestly don't think they're even looking at it i don't think they're even considering i I, I do i do pro i do agree with you well i do agree with you i'm just saying twitch has the same kind of potential that youtube has they just need uh, to work on different aspects of their platforms, is what I'm yeah. saying. And yeah, yeah. to go into one thing, Facebook Gaming, I looked at it. I like some 
aspects about it. I dislike some other aspects about it. And here is what I'm gonna say. Twitch, uh, not Twitch, sorry. Facebook gaming will be huge, gigantic in Asia in the future. Yeah, it. I think it already is. It already is, and it will be even more ginormous. Because if you look at the most played game there, you know what it is? Probably a mobile game, isn't it? It's PUBG Mobile. Yeah. They have a completely different audience than we on Twitch do. And this is okay. This is completely okay. And I'm pretty sure all those gigantic growth numbers they had were from, guessed it right, Asia. Because if I pull up a, a, a Facebook gaming stream, I might get somebody from the US, but if you look actually who's streaming as well, I get India, I get some countries from Arabia or the Arabic region, I get, yeah, I get mostly India though. I think they are very, very successful in India with that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I'm pretty sure in good number of, I think I've heard it somewhere as a good number. I think like 60% of the population of India is on Facebook. So it makes sense that it's that big. I think it's also like through the culture, you know, because families is big in that culture, keeping in touch. So it makes sense. And at the same time, if you can get, you know, all your friends there and suddenly you start streaming, you you already have like a, at least a sizable potential audience. And then, you know, you know, those people have friends. So I think it makes sense in that, like for, for that kind of culture. Whereas yes. f f uh, for a lot of people in the West, it's, it's a way to socialize with strangers. This is also what I always say or have been saying. Streaming attracts people with a lot of mental issues. That's not a slight against streaming, and this is not a slight against yeah. people with mental issues. It's just yeah, an ob observation I made. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a level of narcissism for you to put yourself on a platform and be like, yeah, people will watch me and like me. <laughs> this is not what I'm saying. It just helps people to cope with a lot of things. <laughs> it helps them, like, get over their social anxiety, as Val pointed out. It maybe helps it's them. Being, yeah. It's definitely being a lifesaver during this time on the COVID yeah. situation. Yeah, it helps a lot. It helps a lot there as well. It helps maybe people who don't have recognition anywhere in their life to find recognition. Mm -hmm. Even recognition they maybe deserve. Can argue about that, but it's I think inherently streaming is a very, very good and helpful thing that helps a lot of people also. To just close this discussion, Rich needs to work on their TRS. The more people can enjoy streaming, can enjoy the content they want without being throwing, thrown in jail or their streamer being thrown in jail. No, that's that's the that's the most important message of the day. Okay, just a little bit of a personal thought, a bit of warning. 
and don't forget where you come from because otherwise you know i think you're very lost if you forget you know where you started exactly ghost of sushi bar bam bam okay ghost of hiroshima um so it's a it's a new ps4 exclusive it's a it's an open world uh samurai ninja game it's one of the best games i've played this year so far bam bam i got a question yeah. is it really open world it's open world yeah like for real open yeah, yeah. world so you can go yeah. anywhere you want or do you have a set path Wait, no it's it's a, it's a straight up open world okay there's you get two parts of the tsushima islands to mm-hmm. walk around and it's absolutely gorgeous okay it's it's uh i'm kind of glad that ubisoft never got to make like feudal japan based assassin's creed one because of the, one would, of it, it, what they're gonna get the game next year is gonna be it, because it would poison the well because ghost of tsushima does um assassin's creed much better than assassin's creed has ever yeah. been yeah definitely um so essentially it's a it's a story of a, a lone survivor of a battle it's based around I'm not. I don't think it's actually based on the historical event, but it's based around it, like the idea of it, because it's a Mongol invasion into uh, Japan mm-hmm. around the 1300, and it's so you. It starts with a Mongol invasion, and you're the lone survivor of the essentially landing battle between the island's defenders and the Mongols, okay. and from from the start of the, and then the game really starts essentially it's about you saving your uncle and mm-hmm. taking back the island from the mongols and you do that through fighting uh subversion stealth you know taking back territory saving mm-hmm. uh saving peasants saving uh lords that will aid your cause because i never played odyssey but i've heard le- uh, horror stories about the leveling system in odyssey there is a sort of leveling system but you you don't you can completely ignore it and still finish the game because there is no level gating so there is not it, like you don't go into a location that is like enemy is level 70 and you have no chance of taking it down here it's like okay you have sort of limited uh, move, uh combat capabilities but you can still perfectly fi- uh, be perfectly fine and take down anything in the game so i think it's a it's one of the best structured open worlds I've seen because every location you come across has some benefit for you. You know, you can come across a shrine, so you will get increased uh, increased uh, capacity to use charms, with, which give you bonuses in combat, stealth, or outside combat. You can find charms that increase the ability to, you know, find stuff in the world. Mm-hmm. Or you can find towns, whereas merchants, side quests, and uh, people that will direct you into a direction of a different location, which will give you a bonus. So in the world, you can find stuff. You know, there's stuff that gives you uh, passive bonuses, like yeah. uh, onsens. You can get into an onsen, uh, onsen, a hot spring, and you can reflect on on an event. So you will get extra development on your main character while as well getting a passive bonus for maximum health so your maximum health will increase yeah uh, or you can uh, compose haiku 
and you will get a attack bonus. You can go into a Shinto shrine and you will get a different bonus. You can uh, do a quick time event and cut bamboo to incre increase your resolve, which and increased resolve gives you more heal heals in the battle or uh, more charges to use special attacks. And yeah, so combat works. Uh, now that I touched on it, the combat works in a similar way to the Arkham's uh, Arkham Batman games. Where it's like uh, it's multi-directional combat, but at the same time, you know, uh, in combat when you're uh, playing the Arkham games, you get sort of locked into a combat stance, and you have uh, you have changed movement set. Here, it doesn't do that. You have still a completely fine control of the character, and, it, and I think it's no, it's no teleporting or anything on the on the. Like, no, 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 no. There is none of that. It's okay, completely yeah. fluid. And the hit that the hit detection is fighting game level hit detection. Completely brilliant, brilliant. When you like when you swing swing your sword and you see it clash with something on like with a sword of the of the enemy, mm -hmm. and you pause it and go into the photo mode, the swords actually touch like almost pixel perfect. It's 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 like it's it's the way it's done. It's to a maniacal degree. I'm playing it all normal now, and I think once you get to the gri to the grips with the combat, I think it's going to be super rewarding playing it on the harder difficulties, mm -hmm. where you dodge, parry, and make it essentially a dance with the enemies. And the enemies are smart, like uh, because they come in. It's uh, swordsmen, shield bearers, spearmen, and brutes. There's four different categories. And they can also mix and match between the categories. So you can have uh, big guys, brutes, that we uh, wield a spear. So you essentially mm -hmm. have to uh, work with two different categories of the enemy. And you have to get into your head. It's like, OK, so it's a brute. So it will have unblockable attacks. So I just have to dodge. But they will also do combo attacks. So I have to dodge more than once. Whereas when you go to against a basic spear guy, he will just attack once. Who made this game? Huh? Who made this game? It's Sucker Punch. It's a studio oh. they made. Yeah, Sucker Punch. They made the Sly Cooper games uh -huh. on uh, PS2. And they, they started making uh, Infamous, Infamous 2, Infamous Second Son, and Dying Light on PS3 and PS4. So they're, they, they kind of had dipped their toes into uh, open world design before. I still have to play the second sun. I've played Dying Light. Dying Light uh -huh. was great. I heard the second sun's not all that great, but I liked Infamous One and Two. But those those open worlds were, I would say, a bit less focused. Yeah. I think uh, when they did Ghost of Tsushima, it's it's an open world that's been designed by someone who played a lot of open world games and was like, yeah, I can make it better. And they really did because I have an aversion against open world games because I think a lot of them are made to waste your time. Yeah. Here, everything like w whenever you find a location or anything, it always is. There's always a reward that's appropriate for what that location was. So if it was a, a small bandit camp, okay, I get I get resources that I need to upgrade. 
but at the same mm -hmm. time, if it was something big, I will get, you know, I might get a, a weapon skin, a piece of uh, different armor, and a and a big XP boost, so I can, you know, unlock new techniques. That's so uh, I'm still in uh, in the early parts of the game. I just started yesterday because yesterday it came out. And what I noticed is uh, there is a lot of side quests, but yep. those side quests, they're not front loaded and they will continue on as you go on with the main story. Yep. So you can get only so far into the side quest before you have to continue on with the main story. And it keeps you from getting overloaded with the side stuff. If you know what I mean, it's like sometimes yeah. the game just throws so much side content on you that you just get lost. I think the worst it gets is with the Elder Scrolls games, like Skyrim was just abhorrently designed on, in that regard, where it completely drowned out the main quest, where you could essentially spend like 50 hours just doing the side stuff because they didn't know how to direct you through yeah. the content. Here, there is a there is a decent through line, and it gets you to explore because the side stuff is great because each each thing is a plate as it as a its own small uh, story, and you get essentially each. What I like is each side quest begins with a title card that's done in uh, I think it's they call it the straw strokes of uh, uh, Japanese writing. And it starts essentially like a small movie. It's based around like old Kurosawa samurai movies, Yojimbo, The Seven Samurai. And it plays homage, homage to that really well. And I think that's why I like it as well, because while it, that's, that was one of my issues with uh, The Last of Us and Last of Us 2. It mm -hmm. tries to, so hard to be a movie while this game, Ghost of Hiroshima, um, it's trying to, it's paying homage to these things, but it's still a game that's really fun to play. And what, like one of the main, uh, like it's a small thing, but it shows you how, how deep they went. Do you know, like in open world games where you try to collect stuff, mm -hmm. you have to, you know, just stop, pick it up, do go through all the animations. Mm -hmm. Here you can like here you see something on the ground while you're riding your horse. You can just pick it up while riding the horse. You don't even have to get off. It's a small thing, but it saves so much time and it's so like brilliantly convenient. Everything I heard about the game is brilliant. Like all the reviews and everything, everyone is raving about how good the game is. Yeah, I think I think it's it's a definitely high point for PS4 to go off on. It's only like, exclusive for PS4 then. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a strictly a PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Wow. My my. It's a shame that yeah. we cannot enjoy on other platforms. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn comes to PC this August. Yeah, yeah, but Death Stranding point, yeah. released this week. At this point, it's PS4 just, exclusive. Just... Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like it's a it's a. I'm not saying that it's a it's a PS4 exclusive now. It yeah, might be like Horizon Zero Dawn took like what four years to get mm -hmm. on PC. 
Yeah, but I look actually forward to Horizon Zero Dawn so much. You cannot believe that. I'm gonna play yeah, it I'm, like I'm there's saying, no I'm not tomorrow. Like, uh, like what I'm saying yeah. is, is at at this moment, it's a PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Like, but at, at this point of time, like obviously it yeah. might come to PC. Like I wouldn't be surprised. And you know what? I'll probably buy it again on PC because I want to see that, and at like, you know, 120 FPS, 4K. Because yeah. the game <laughs> looks absolutely beautiful. And yeah, so as I said, I'm just like early on in the game. I I think I'm like five, four hours in, and I did good number i did pretty much so far four main quests and a bunch of side quests i like the there is also a type of side quest called the mythic tales which is like a uh, an island legend about some stuff mm -hmm. so it may be a, a legendary technique or a special armor and the way it presents itself it's really nice it's not a in-engine cutscene but it's it's a evolving uh, sumi painting, so you get this like nice ink painting that moves along. Ink blots start forming stuff, so they went all out on the design of the thing. And also, this like it's engaging in that it gives you all, again a small story for each single thing it introduces. You never get like it's it doesn't do that thing unless it's just a cosmetic. You, like when it introduces introduces something new, you always get a small story with it. Mm -hmm. It's never just like, okay, now this is a thing. Is there any plans of having like extra content, like DLCs and stuff like that? I'm not sure, but from what I've seen so far and reviews, the game is, I think, long enough. I'm not sure that I even want the side content. Because um, I think, from what I've heard, it's about 25 to 30 hours to finish the story. Mm -hmm. And it's just finished the story. And I think I've heard people going from anywhere to between 60 to 80 hours to do everything. And... I, mean, I, would, I would love to see, like, obviously, these games need to have more and more. Like, if, if it was up to me, I would build within this world, just keep evolving. You know, keep adding things. If they already have like an open world game, mm -hmm. I would yeah. love to see you know more content of the same thing because it's good. They already have a good like everything I've heard about this game. We'll see how you f like how I myself feel at the end because sometimes I'm like midway through the game. I was like I can't get I can't get it get enough, but at the same time I finished the game. Like yeah, I think that was just perfect. I don't I don't want you to drag this on. I just want you to go on to, you know, making another thing that's going to be just as good. Because there's so much, um, so much style. Uh, I don't uh, like whenever you see someone playing it and you see the wind, mm -hmm. the wind is actually your GPS. Like the wind will always flow into in the direction of your objective or whatever you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And they even uh, hint at it in the game. Where uh, your uh, your character Jin Sakai, he's the last of his clan, and he saw his uh, a father die as well. And one of the sequences is you go to the funeral of your father, and the uh, the servant for your clan tells you that 
now that even if your parents go on, there was, you know, your father will be the wind in your back and uh, the mother, your mother will be the, uh, the birds in the trees. And both, both, both of those things come into play where the wind is your GPS and the birds will take you to your to uh, ne- to the nearest point of interest it also feels like they're trying to put into that thing from the actual event as well because that event uh, when uh, japan got invaded by the mongols that's where the term kamikaze comes from kamikaze the gods went there was a giant storm which uh, swept the mongol ships and essentially stopped the entire invasion or guchankovet so mm-hmm. they're trying to play into that as well, where here, essentially, the, they make it feel that as if the entire island, the elements are with you against the Mongol campaign. So I think it's a, it's a great merriment, uh, marriage of style, gameplay, where it just meshes together into a really slick hole. Even from my first impressions, I would say it's definitely worth picking up. And yeah, as Orko said, like, if it gets to PC, I'll, I'll pick, probably pick it up again. <laughs> If it comes on PC, I'll definitely pick it up because everything I've heard about the game is absolutely brilliant. And the standoff, oof. Oh, the standoffs, when yeah. You, oh that's my a, God, that's the a great mechanic. Those are sexy. I have to say, if there is something about gaming that you think it's sexy, are the standoffs on this game. I thought it was you in Speedos. That, no, yeah. but that's even sexier than me in Speedos, man. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, the, the standoff Man, it is brilliant. You can kill like four or five people at the same time. You can, and you, you can the kill. Movement and everything, can, it's brilliant. It's yeah, carefully done, in my opinion. Yeah, you, in the standoff, you can, you can, you first unlock lets you kill uh, two people. So you kill the initial guy in the standoff, and then mm-hmm. the second person runs you. And uh, yeah, you can kill three people in a standoff total, where you can kill the initial one once you level up the skill. Like, that's what I like about it. It just gives you, it makes you, like, while the skills make you stronger, in a way, they're not necessary. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you can kill definitely three people in a standoff. But even if you kill just the initial guy, it's fine because they will, it will always put the strongest or the most uh, dangerous enemy in that group as as the initial guy. So, you know, if there is, like, a two sword guys and a spear guy, the, the guy who gets to face you off as the first one is the spe- is the spear guy who's the most dangerous. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that the game plays into that as well. It's like oh I'm you know because you play as a samurai and there is a code to things, so they will always fight the strongest guy. And hey, when hey. we're talking about like sexy stuff, uh, Jin gets into the onsen butt naked. <laughs> You you can't play that on Twitch. You'll get banned if you do. Uh, you know what? Screw Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, fighting words. It, it actually the game is is everything I've seen about the game is absolutely it's absolutely brilliant. And yeah, I would the, say the like standoffs, like I said, you know, it's sexy. Yeah. It is sexiness, sexiness in motion because when you kill the guy, it's just the movement. And then you yeah. stand up with the next guy, and you do the next movement, and then you stand up with the next guy, and you do It's like just that sequence mm-hmm. bits. Ninety percent of the games this year. Yeah, I mean, just look up the like the title title reveal sequence, 
what it shows is like it's a night sky with a moon and you ride through a field of uh white flowers mm-hmm. i'm just like this feels so much as like true samurai cinema yeah i mean it, just, it, it feels good it feels good to like it's just it's one of the games that it's not only like playing it it's just i was watching it i'm like mm-hmm. i freaking love watching this yeah, it's good. It's like, like you said, it's exactly that's that's exactly the point. It's like a movie. It feels yeah. like you're watching a movie at the same time. It, it, it's it, it's it, I'd say it's the game. It's a very very complete game. It's got everything. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is like a complete package that you get. Plus, it's it's a straight up just a single player game. There is no multiplayer. Like there's mm-hmm. n- zilch. No multiplayer element at all even like a like an indirect one like there is no leaderboards for anything like it's straight up just like immerse yourself in this world become whatever you know you want to be a straight up samurai or do you want to combine it with the ghost stuff mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a very free form approach uh i'm really glad there is no towers to climb and just reveal the area you actually have to go through the area but you can also use there is a uh i just have the initial upgrade of it but you can you get a, tra- a traveler's garb mm-hmm. and it gives you bonus to your uh, to your vision so you get on the map you will essentially reveal an increased amount of the map as you go along mm-hmm. as opposed to if you've been uh, wearing an armor but you know it's gonna be it's not going to be good in uh, in combat. There you want to have armor, but at the same time, if you want to have, if you want to be stealthy, you will have to find an essential like an uh, compromise between the two. So you will wear something different, and a fashion. Oh, it's great. Like you can make your you can make your character look any like really nice. You get you get to dye your armor differently. And as you upgrade every single piece of armor, it will become more ornamental. So say you have a bio basic armor, so you have just a kiris and some like a skirting, and then you get shoulder pads, extra uh, metal bits. Or your travels garb will become more ornamental. You will add like a hanging charms and stuff. Your cloak will be different. It's perfect, you know, kill, killing enemies with style. Yeah, you know, looking, that's what you want. Looking, <laughs> looking as badass as you as you can, and yeah, that's exactly what exactly what we all like. I like killing people, looking like a freaking model from Dolce Gabbana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm gonna I'm wear the most important. fabulous clothes to be the most badass samurai. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, to be as fashionable as possible, super samurai, good-looking samurai, and killing all of you right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Gamana, by the way. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting for the for the uh, Gucci pattern uh, for my armor. I I honestly, uh, it just the, the game is. I, I'd say it is, in my opinion, just for everything I've seen so far. The game is now we halfway through the year. Game of the year. That's it. There's nothing else that can come out this year. Like ever, like it, I don't, it's not gonna happen. Like nothing is gonna yeah. beat this game. I mean, I'm I'm still waiting for Cyberpunk 2077. I think <laughs> that game's gonna be great. But this game is so 
out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk no, is creating hype over the years and everything. This game yeah. has, has come out out of the blue from nowhere, and it's like yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I yeah. think I think no one like, no one expected remember? it to be this good. Yeah, exactly. Monster Hunter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When it came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. It came Nobody. out of nowhere, and it was brilliant right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Exactly the same thing. It's yeah, I think yeah, exactly the same thing. Yeah, the, the yeah, same I, I think. I think people also didn't expect um, this to be so good, especially because Sony had said, you know, other releases for this year, like The Last of Us 2. When, like, when you think, like, when it came to Sony's marketing, The Last of Us 2 was everywhere. Mm -hmm. And you just had, like, a side note. Oh, it's like also Ghost, Ghosts of Tsushima are coming out as well. Um, to get really sidetracked really quickly, Last of Us 2 sold 5.3 million copies and it is not enough for them to break even. The game sold really well in its first week and then dropped off a cliff in terms of sales. Yeah. Yeah. They had like an yeah. 80% an 80 decline in sales. I know that a steep decline in sales is, no. is normal with video games after the first week, but not this steep. No, no, no. It's like usually it's around like 40-ish percent. Like I was I was not surprised that that drop-off was in Japan and Asian countries. Like I know, like I totally expected that. Um, I didn't see it coming in the UK. Yeah, it's even in Western countries because yeah. this game really had such bad word of mouth yeah. that a lot of people just know. Or many saw it on stream and said, no, I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna do this. I hope we actually get the contrary effect for Ghosts of Tsushima or Ghosts of yeah. Sushi Bar or Ghost of Tsunami or whatever. So, <laughs> so, so it can, if we call it, if we call it Ghosts of Tsunami, so it can make a splash. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think, like the way I see it, like because. Orko, you know, I, I studied, right, language, I studied history, I studied even, like, Japanese cinema. I studied so it, many uh, things. Yeah. I, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, it, like, when I look at this, like, this is straight up, like, even, like, when you do duels, when you do boss duels, they always start with a standoff that's straight up out of Kurosawa, even, like, the camera work. I think, like, I think this game's gonna do really well in Japan. And I'm pretty sure it's going to do really well in Asia as well. Uh, like outside Japan. I think Korea is going to be good as well. Because it, like, while there is some, like, uh, enmity between, enmity between um, Korea and Japan, this is just so damn good. I think it's going to do well. Plus, this game is not shaming you for playing it, which is great as well. I hope, that, I really hope they, they have, like, expansions. <laughs> I know, I know, I know what you say. I really hope it has expansions and they keep building on it because but you, know, it, you it don't have such a great game. You just please, please keep giving us you know, more reasons you know, to come back and play it. I think what what I'd rather see is just do a different period with this game, with a similar style. I don't, I don't want this exactly the same game, but I think Sucker Punch could definitely pull off something like the Warring States. Of the 15th century Japan, where you get you know the clans clashing over the sh uh, title of the shogun, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like keeping keeping the base, which they already have, and yeah. keep building on it, like different timelines or stuff like that uh, during the, the the periods. You know, that that yeah. will be. I don't know. That would be absolutely awesome. Like, you know, whatever they do, like, please, please keep working on this game yeah. because it is you have an absolute brilliant game and it's worth worth playing. Everyone is raving about how good the game feels, how good everything is done in the game. Yeah, it's almost almost just as it's flawless, almost flawless, and. You know, uh, just if they can keep building on it and just keep releasing stuff, you know, to just to give us the players a reason to keep playing this game, yeah. so we don't stop playing it. That's that's all I'm asking. Uh, I know you 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 say, you know, it's kind of difficult to, you know, sometimes it can get a little bit, you know, boring and repetitive if you're doing the same thing over and over again, but. It, it, the way I say it, it's like the more I get of this game, the better. Because I want more. I want more things. I want more, you know, more things to do. I want more story. I want yeah. more, you know, a fashion show. I want to be dressed like, you know, every single different thing on the samurais related or different course, whatever. Yeah, I would, to and... I would totally like love to get like a Kurosawa pack where you get to dress as all the characters from. From his samurai movies like Yojimbo, uh, mm. Seven Samurai, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that would be cool. I, I would really love to see that. I would really love to see them building within that game. And I think it might be the reason because they may not have a like a path to do. Like I don't know, they don't. They may not have a roadmap to add into the game. They yeah, have yeah, to, yeah. Like, I, I, the game and say that's about it. Honestly, cool. like I. I don't even like there is no season pass on the yeah on the PlayStation Store either. So I, 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 I think it. if if they if they had the idea of it, I think the season pass would be there already. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I completely think that they never thought it was going to be that good. I now think, in my opinion, that uh, probably what's going to happen now is. Sony investing on the game and say, okay, you have a brilliant game. It's got so you know it's done so well right off the bat. Now there you go. There's your budget. Create more. Do yeah. more about that game. Or you I know, can see them doing it. Yeah, yeah. Or what I'd like Sony to do more is be like, oh guys, you did well. Here's a big ass budget. Make another one like that or similar to that one. Just that as good. Could happen as well. Yeah, that could happen as well. I mean, uh, they they essentially did that with Horizon Zero Dawn at this point. Yeah, because, yeah, because Horizon was, yeah was a Go massive on. hit for the PS4, and I think no one that goes back to what we said a few a few minutes earlier with Last of Us Two. I think nobody anticipated. Horizon getting this big, and I yeah. think also no one anticipates Ghost of Sushi Bar doing that well. And yeah. if it does really well, I hope Sony sees what actually sells copies of games. It's not a ham-fisted story with mediocre gameplay. It's actual gameplay. And actual games 
from people who care about video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could I mean, have like an entire conversation about games as art, right? <laughs> yes. No, it, 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 uh, either they keep building on it or they start working on a different game, which they already have the basis for. Um, you know, I would love to see more of the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, I think we will. Maybe on a different timeline. Let's say you know they go into like I don't know, like Ubisoft is doing now. They go into the Vikings era and yeah. they create the whole thing with the Vikings and stuff. That would be so good because the gameplay is good. I it's good to watch and it's good to play. I personally think. Yeah, yeah. I was just like because I've been like watching some of the reactions and some of the impressions from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, like a lot of them are coming out negative or like mixed. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've like I've heard some like a couple of people that were like positive about it, but they still had a lot of hangups about the game. A lot, because it's Ubisoft, a lot of people are afraid that they're gonna ruin it, just like they did with Odyssey with the microtransactions. So, mm-hmm. what what I what I wanted to say is, um, yeah. I actually want them. So if if Sucker Punch. Let's say they continue this franchise, and I think they will. They will give it at least one sequel, given their track history. I'm with Bum Bum that they should explore maybe a different time period of Japan. Like we can, we can go into the uh, Tokugawa period, or we can shortly go before that. We can also go into the period where the samurai is basically died out. So basically, yeah. getting a last samurai-styled movie without Tom Cruise, oh, yeah. hopefully. You you could do On... those. Wait, wait, but, um, let me just let me finish. Actually, wanted to do is to stay in Japan, and here is why: because people have been longing for an Assassin's Creed-styled game or something close to that in Japan for a long time, for a very long time, and I think this might be why this game will be successful because they fill a niche in an overcrowded market people wanted to have plus uh, it also the good thing is it carries none of the baggage of the assassin's creed franchise no i was saying because uh, i just want to say because like when you said at the end of the uh, samurai era you could you could uh, they could either swing it both ways you could either be the la- playing as one of the last samurai hanging on to the title and the rights of the samurai, or you could be, or they could flip it essentially have you play because there is no, there, there really were no villains and, you know, and heroes for that. You could play mm-hmm. the samurai hunters, essentially. People that would come out after the samurai that wouldn't relinquish the title or their holdings in order to you know for the country to progress so yeah like that 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 i think that would be i think they'd need to get maybe a bit more involved writers for that one for the end of the samurai era because i think it's even i think as a as a topic it can be a bit touchy especially in japan because how it was handled and and you know how different like even families look at it, based on their history. I want Vikings, Vikings, and then game. Vikings yeah. fighting, and show Ubisoft how strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> show how you make a better game. Yeah. 
feels, in my opinion, the the not feels because I haven't played it, but it looks like it uh, actually, in my opinion, the 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 gameplay, the actual movement and everything. It's just like if you took like Bar- Batman and made it ten times better and more fluid. If yeah. that's even possible. Yeah. That's 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 an idea for everyone, you know, if someone's watching or listening, you know, they don't really know about the game. It's a game that if you took like Batman Arkham City or, or yeah. you know, any of the Batman games and you improve that movement, the mm-hmm. fluidity of the movements and the fight and, and, and everything 10 times, there you go. That's the game right there. Yeah. Honestly, like it, like at one point I was like, in my head, I went like, um, has either of you seen the uh, Batman Ninja movie? Mm, I haven't seen it, but yeah, ahead of it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is like, I'm like essentially like an like a Japanese Batman because yeah. you get also all the essentially ghost gadgets. Mm-hmm. So you get like kunai, uh, smoke bombs, explosive bombs, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, like. It gets that feeling as well because as you go further, you unlock gadgets, in a way. Like they were, they're like actual tools. But yeah, essentially, it's like a Batman gadget that you unlock as well. We've been going on for almost two hours. <laughs> I would say we postpone Death Stranding to next week. When I played more, I can say more about it, anyways. But I want to have I'll this play. discussion. <laughs> yeah, I'll play some more and... just to refresh myself as well then. Yeah, and we will be back next week, maybe with a little bit of a surprise. I have to talk about with about it with Val and Bum Bum after the show. So, Lord Val, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, Lord Val Twitch, and also on Instagram, Lord Val Gaming, uh, and I stream on Twitch every single Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. And, yeah, that's about it. Bam Bam, where can we find you? Uh, nowhere. That is not true. You can find him in my chat sometimes, where he's moderating for me. Where can oh, you well, find... Yeah, once a month. <laughs> <laughs> where, where can you find me? Uh, I'm on twitch.tv slash theorchosaurus. I'm on twitter.com slash theorchosaurus and I'm on Instagram orchosaurus, just orchosaurus without the D. Alright, I bid everyone a farewell. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being an amazing audience. You all are amazing. Stay amazing. And engage with us in the comments. Thump the video up. Thump it down if you didn't like it. Do whatever you like. You're still awesome. And bye-bye. Bye. See you all.